You know what that means. It's time for my podcast with Dr. Zeus and Elvira. I ain't exactly sure what they mean by it, but I don't think they're talking about a surgical procedure. Then again, good evening. I am Dr. Zeus. Not under the weather, but the weather will be changing soon. Yes, rain and more rain. But we're not going to bastardize that saying, April showers bring May flowers. Because that's just (coughs) something to cough over. Oh, romancing the stone. Or as, what's his name? Burt Reynolds said, Diane Keaton, one of the most overrated actresses of the 70s and 80s. Although I did like Romancing the Stone. Her and Michael Douglas. What an interesting time. Sleigh bells. Allergies. And not giving a fuck. These are just some of the things we're going to be talking about. It's allergy season. I am surrounded by flowers. But you know, it's good to smell the flowers in a metaphoric way. What else can I say? In the 90s, I devoted myself to CDs. Lindsay Buckingham. And Madonna. Lindsay Buckingham, not really, but I was really quoting an SNL sketch that Lucy Lawless did so brilliantly when she played Stevie Nicks. In the 70s, I dedicated myself to witchcraft. Lindsay Buckingham and cocaine. And now, I've decided to open a new Mexican restaurant in Sedona, Arizona. In the 70s, when we were making Fleetwood Mac music, our dream was to have our music played in a restaurant where people served Mexican food. Like my favorite, Burrito Dreams. Rock on beef, tostada, you got its only flour, tortilla, you um, there's a meal waiting for people just like you. I placed an order, he wrote it down. And then I saw my reflection in a batch full of nachos. Landslide brought it down. Burrito dreams, yeah. I don't know the verse to that one, but it was hilarious. <coughs> because Stevie Nicks is such an icon. Marlon Brando was such a fucking icon. What can I say about Marlon Brando? That people don't already know. The people that, that don't already get. Marlon Brando was just one of those people who really just embodied someone who didn't give a fuck. 
whether he really did give a fuck or not. But see, here's the, the thing. He was an icon. An icon of epic proportions. Maybe that's why he gained weight. Who knows? But that's not the analogy here. When he left in 2004, he was just 80 years old. Today, he would be 94 years old. He outlived... Or actually, no, he didn't outlive. He would have outlived Michael Jackson, who was a good friend of his. Who knows, maybe. Betty Davis. (coughs) Oh, save that guy for later. And of course... Him and, uh... Oh, goodness. Her name escapes me. She was at the Oscars recently. Um... Mm, and she won an Oscar. See, I have those moments. It's moments where so much is going on that you kind of forget. Certain, you know, I mean, it's... It, but then again, you know, my professor said don't sweat the small stuff Eva Eva Marie Saint she is 90 something years old 94 or 95 was in on the waterfront with Brando both of them won Oscars her Oscar speech was very iconic in itself because she was pregnant and so she gets up there and she's like I may have the baby right now you know because she was that happy stuff like that doesn't happen anymore yeah, Catherine Zeta-Jones was pregnant when she got her Oscar, but that's Catherine Zeta-Jones. Come on. Although she was great in Chicago, you know. Some people don't like Chicago. I do. Because it was so... It was a trip back, but it was a trip forward. It took everything at that time with this obsession of fame. The 15 minutes that Andy Warhol so predicted... Everyone will be famous for 15 minutes. Isn't that fantastic? I can't really do his voice. Lou Reed could do his voice in in a certain way. You know, um... Oh, I love Lou Reed. I know I'm going off topic, but... Talk about someone who was cool. Him and Brando were just too fucking cool. And Brando was just one of those people who, you know, Lou Reed probably would have hung out with him. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they did. But you think of these roles before Brando, after Brando. Martin Sheen talked about that and, and how he changed acting forever. And, and James Dean also. I think James Dean was really influenced by Brando. And James Dean was doing his own thing because where Brando was becoming this alpha male who who showed, you know, emotion. Hey, Stella! James Dean was taking it to a different height because then he was using his own experiences, okay? Like Brando was doing, but taking them to an emotional height. You know, he did him and his father, and then you see how he reacts to his father, played by Raymond Massey in East Feeding. Come on. So Brando influenced generation you know and right after George C. Scott was the second actor I think to refuse the Oscar that infamous moment 
<coughs> now I think I need a cough drop, but it will wait. Sashin Little Feather, who went up there, refused the Oscar for him. I don't think he ever got that Oscar. Who knows? But you think of The Godfather, which really wasn't supposed to happen, okay? Lawrence Olivier was going to play um, Vito Corleone. Um, the insurance did not want Brando. The studio didn't want Brando. Brando probably didn't want Brando. But Francis Ford Coppola took a chance. And a billboard so that Brando could read his lines. And then, you know, Brando was probably the most parodied, recited person since Humphrey Bogart and Clark Gable. Lauren Bacall said it best. I can't find the clip where she says, Clark Gable took off his shirt and it happened one night and it took 15 years for Brando to bring the t-shirt back. That's true. But then he took that off too, or he ripped it to shreds, you know. Hey, Stella! He was able to play Viva Zapata alongside Anthony Quinn. You know, those were the days where, you know, they would take liberties with stories. They still do. But, you know, he was a badass. I'm not going to devote tonight entirely to him, because, come on, there's other things in the ether. Pizza. Oh, it was so good. But yeah, today I just didn't sweat the small stuff. Something happened and I was sitting there like, fuck this. Fuck it, fuck it. And it's almost over too. Fuck it. You know? So I was grateful for that moment of enlightened and heightened senses of reality. Of course, people think reality TV is heightened, and it's really not. It's scripted, you know. The Bachelor, oh, he's just going to love her forever. No, let's ask Channing Tatum about that. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. Or as the church lady would say, Tissin. (laughs) Those were the days. The church lady, SNL. And, oh, let's go back to Fleetwood Mac in the 80s. Tell me lies. Tell me sleep, sweet burrito lies. Oh, my goodness. And they're doing their last tour. I really want to see them. So, I don't know. I mean, they're all still alive, surprisingly. You know, there was this, I thought of Stevie Minnicks, because there's this new fad going around where teenagers are snorting condoms. Talk about idiotic. And I thought they all need a lesson from Stevie Nicks, who put everything up her nose and burned a hole in her cartilage. And her last hit would have killed her. Let's talk about that. You can go your own way. Mm-hmm. And she did. Mm. Talk about an icon who got better with age. That voice. You listen to the voice in the early days. Eh, it's good. It's Stevie Nicks. You listen to it now. There's a reason why she's a witch. So she conjures things in her days today, vocally, that she couldn't do. All that experience. Being mad at Lindsay Buckingham, pointing that finger at him like a witch. Wait, she is a witch. You heard Rhiannon. Come on. Rapist 
I went to school with a girl named Rianne, and I wonder what happened to her. Oh, yeah, I saw her on Facebook. Interesting. But you know, in that instance, you can go your own way. Mm. Oh, that sucks. Multitasking, shall we say. I watched Legion. It was good. It was trippy. It's weird to see Dan Stevens doing an American accent because, you know, you're just so taken with Danton Abbey. Where he looked a lot different, you know. Matthew Crowley and Violet Crowley. What should we call each other? <coughs> we could start with um, Mrs. Crowley and Lady Grantham. Yeah. What is the weekend? Mm-hmm. I love moments like that. I miss Downton Abbey. But you know, Victoria has kind of taken the reins of that. You know? But and and I and I did like it at one point that you could put you could watch Downton Abbey with Maggie Smith. And then you could watch her son. Yeah. Some of you probably don't know this. Her son is Toby Stevens, who was on Black Sails, who played Captain Flint. That motherfucker. And whatever. Oh, crazy motherfucker he was. If you love um, Treasure Island, this is basically a prequel to Treasure Island. Because there isn't a lot mentioned about Captain Flint in Treasure Island. Except that he died and he was asking for more rum. And the buried treasure. My favorite Treasure Island, strangely enough, is a TV version with... Christian Bale as Jim Hawkins, Hawkins or whatever, and I was never a big fan of uh, of uh, Charlton Heston, but he did play a good uh, Bon John Silver. Mm. Although Black Sails, Bon John Silver in a young version is very interesting because you get to see how he becomes Bon John Silver. Oh, just moments like that, television. It's just become ham radio, you know? And that's why we're doing podcasts. And that's why I don't do video podcasts. If I was back in shape, which I intend to do, I'm not going to discuss it anymore. It just needs to happen. Then maybe I would do those. But at the same time, I love the intimacy of the podcast. It's radio. It harkens back to my grandmother's days of The Shadow Knows. And when Lucille Ball was on the radio. Hey, Ricky. Yeah. It's been an interesting Monday filled with shit. Shit and happy endings. And so I'll leave you with those thoughts. And also, being that it is late and some of us need sleep, Elvira, tell them. If I was them, I would be thinking twice about jumping right back in that Volvo of theirs and, and, oh! and falling head over heels for Barnabas, just like Willie fell head over heels for him. Here, Willie, take my cane. Except for the occasional outburst, looks like Julia's wonder cure is doing the job. But that part about rehabilitating Barnabas, how's it supposed to work? Well, we'll get you a job at Kmart, and you can go part-time to City College to learn a trade. You'll be able to shop at Galleria, watch... This is Dr. Zeus. Good night, and...
unpleasant dreams. Until the next reaction. <laughs>